What's up, guys? Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And today we're going to talk about how we are full-time parents and full-time business owners and kind of give you some insight on, into how you can do everything. But first, if you're a new listener, two main things we hit on in this podcast, health and fitness and business. So on the health and fitness side of things, we run a company called SD Evolution, online health coaching. We do something similar there that we do here. And that's basically filtering through all the BS you see out there and teaching you how to implement some simple habits directly into your lifestyle. So we'll talk about some some basic concepts that can uh, can help you and how to learn what protocols make the most sense for your specific lifestyle. On the business side of things, we do have a unique perspective. We are not at the top of the food chain by any means, but we have had a lot of success. We do run two six-figure companies. Um, so just sharing some tidbits on this side that you can apply whether you're an entrepreneur, you're working for someone else trying to climb that ladder, or even just we'll try to generalize it enough so you can apply these into your basic day-to-day principles. If you're a returning listener, as always, please leave a quick review. If you've been following following along this whole time and have yet to leave a review, just hit pause real quick. Take three seconds. Click the button. Um, it goes a long way. helps us expand our reach, and it means a whole lot to us. So without further ado, I'm going to let you take it away. Yeah, so this has been a podcast topic that I've been wanting to do for a while, and it's been in my notes just like the title of it, but I haven't really figured out how I wanted to go into it and today just seemed like the perfect opportunity since Kai is not home today and today I was thinking about it is really our first full work day since we had Kai like since I've been pregnant with Kai we he's always been here and even when we do have that extra help from your mom or my mom they're typically here at least for most of the time so we got a full day today because Kai slept at my parents house last night and he's been there all day it's now four o'clock so he'll be home for dinner and then he'll go to bed but it's been really weird having that full day and I'm like this is what normal people do it is way too quiet in this house <laughs> it's too quiet but I'm gonna break this podcast up into sort of three sections so we're gonna start by sort of just summing up this journey so far and bring you guys through how we navigated each, really each phase of, phase of Kai's life and how we also ran our business during that time. Um, and then we're going to dive in with some applicable advice to anyone, whether you're a parent or you're not a parent, but how to sort of navigate each transition and change. And this can be applied to anybody. And then we're going to finish with a Q&A posted a little uh, box over on Instagram about this topic and I had some people chime in with some good questions. So that's what we're going to do. But let's start by just sort of summing up what life was like pre-Kai. So you guys know our business started as a side hustle and then in January of 2018, that's when we really transitioned to full-time business owner status. But as far as the side hustle, this might be where a lot of you are right now. We were working our, our full-time jobs during the day, your typical nine to five, um, usually extended even beyond that. Then we came home and we grinded for the rest of the night and typically through the weekend. So whereas now we stack clients on certain days during the week, we had clients scattered throughout the week, but we super stacked, I'm saying we super stacked the weekends. Yeah. So that was when we had like a full day. So there was, there was no in between. It was go, 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 go on this side of things, then obviously as parents, it never stops go, go, going, but it's a different application. So if you if you have a dream of working for yourself, but you're not willing to put that grind in, um, maybe change your mind because it's, it's always a grind. But I just had like a little epiphany a few days ago. They say, when you love your job, you never work a day in your life. 
and I kind of took the opposite approach. I think if you love your job, you're going to work every single day of your life because that's how you build a successful company, but it doesn't feel like work. So you look forward to doing it. You're enjoying doing it. And as we'll kind of talk about in this episode, once you achieve a certain balance, it's even more fun once you're doing the right thing. So we touched on this a little bit in the last episode, but I mean, for so long, I would say the first probably five, six years of our business, it was just us doing everything. And with that, there were a lot of tasks and things that we didn't necessarily want to do, but just needed to get done. Or we just knew that our time would be better spent elsewhere. So it was almost like those things that you, it's not that you hate them. It's just not your area of expertise and your passion. So um, it's just, it's really important to solidify that as you get deeper into your business. But of course, in the beginning, it is going to be doing a lot of the things and all of the things that running all a business entails. So I would say, like just going off of that, our side hustle years really prepared us well for how we did things with, with Kai around because we sort of adapted to that grind and like I said we went full-time January of 2018 and we decided to start trying for Kai in August or September of that same year so it was really only like six or seven months of full-time business owner life before I got pregnant Um, and when you're grinding like that too it it teaches you how to be efficient because if you're not efficient you're either going to burn out and quit or uh, it's just it's not going to work out so once you learn how to be efficient with your process then as you step step back, you can teach those efficiencies to other people. So very similar to working from the ground up for a company, hey, you start as an entry level, then you're a supervisor, then you're a manager, then yada, yada, yada. You can only be a good upper tier employee or business owner if you have started from the bottom and you know what all of these different actions and job responsibilities require. Yeah, absolutely. So hopping right into that, we had Kai of June the next year, 2019, and Let's start with the newborn stage because that was obviously a huge change to our lives. And at that point, I would say our coaching business and where we were with clients, we had a ton of clients each. um, And Kai was born on a Saturday and I was back answering check-ins, I think that following Wednesday. So You ain't getting no days off around here. (laughs) There were no days off. No maternity leave. Um, You know, our clients were super understanding about being a little bit more flexible with our response times, knowing we had a newborn at home. But, you know, we hopped right back into things. And I feel like that is something I hope differently for the next go around. But again, like when they're a newborn, he was sleeping a lot during the day. So he would take naps on us. We would do a lot of... Um, you know, we would put strap him in the carrier and just let him sleep on me while I had my laptop on the couch or on my lap. And I would say that was, while it was a hard stage for the reasons of you are not sleeping and you're just adjusting to this new life and this new person that you are fully responsible for, it was probably the quote unquote easiest stage of actually working and parenting at the same time yeah you weren't required to entertain him all day whereas now like we are the sole caregivers the sole entertainers the sole everything but when he's sleeping all day you can like she said you can kind of just power through some work get him to stop crying bounce him in the boppy and and keep cruising so you're not working all hours of the night 
because you got nothing done during the day. So during that newborn stage, those first probably three to four months, we were very flexible with how we did things. Like if one person needed to work, the other person was on baby watch and we would swap and there wasn't really a set schedule because there isn't really a set schedule for him yet. Um, I was still breastfeeding at this point. So obviously like I was the sole food provider. I think you fed him a bottle of my breast milk, like one, you did one bottle a day to start. Um, so it was kind of a lot of just going with the flow. Wasn't really a routine or scheduled at all yet. Then we get to like five or six months. And at this point, he's becoming a little bit more mobile. He's requiring a little bit more attention from us. He didn't like to just chill in like a little, uh, what was that little bouncy thing? Like it was a boppy. Still, everything was called the boppy. No, that's not everything. Everything's a boppy. <laughs> but we we tried all the things. We had a little like swing thing that would hang in the doorway. Um, he just didn't like any of that stuff really. There was one little Fisher Price contraption that he would sit in, like if I needed to make food or do something for a shorter term. But as far as me work or as far as us working, he was still. Now, at this point, he was napping in the in his crib, so he was napping a little bit more regularly, but it was hard to work with him when we were with him and he was awake. So this is really when we started implementing the shifts, and it sounds so, like, cold and, like, business-y, but Josh and I basically take shifts with Kai, so at this point, he's probably napping, like, two times a day maybe three times a day, we would just flip-flop and alternate. Like someone would wake up with him in the morning and be with him for that first shift. Then he would nap. The next person, the other person would wake up with him from his nap, be with him for that shift. He would nap again and we would split the last one. That's just one example. So we decided to start implementing that just because our roles are also 50-50 as far as our business as far as how we parent, everything that we do. So we needed to come up with something that allowed us to get stuff done and be as efficient as possible, but also still be able to parent him and not be working around him all the time because we didn't want to do that either. So I would say that was a really hard transition just because we really were just like, our, our eyes were open to how much attention that he needed. Yeah, it was, uh, I think... This period was the hardest period like to date just because you literally had to not only be the entertainer but change your entertainment avenue every five minutes. Yeah, he would get super bo- super bored after like five minutes of a toy and then like want to do something else. So implementing that structure was the only way to run a business and, and do anything effectively. So definitely does sound cold being on shifts as parents and as business owners and living life like that, but it was effective. We got the job done and it's not like we were... <laughs> old people we still love our kid it's just it's your time to watch it's my time to watch and then you rotate and do what you got to do to get your shit done I would say the biggest struggle of that at first was also like us finding time to have together because at that point sleep was still a little sporadic it was much better at that point we it just was I feel like it was just one of the bigger transitions where we struggled a little bit at first as far as how to then also be together whether it was for work or to just hang out like we would have our hangout time at night and watch some tv but by that point you're just exhausted we're not communicating we're just living next (laughs) Next to to each each other. other um so it was definitely rough for a little bit but we are really good at 
sort of delegating and figuring out, you know, what is working, what isn't working. And it did take some tweaking a little bit. Um, but then once you tweak it, they're on to the next stage. And then I would say by the time Kai was like, well, COVID hit when he was nine months. This was March of 2020. And any regular help that we did have my mom would come leading up to that point I think once maybe twice per week for a couple hours he was still napping a lot so she would come up for one of the shifts or a couple hours and then go home um so they were sporadic then COVID hit we chose not to have anyone come up I think I think the last time we saw my family was my birthday and then it was like what do we do are we supposed to see people like nobody knew what was going on um and this was also really hard because we were used to having at least you know a couple people drop in throughout the week and then it was back to literally we're on our own so a couple months after that we had hired my we hired my sister for SD Evolution to run our marketing and our social media, and she moved in to help with Kai in May of 2020, and she stayed through August. So we got a few months of help from her there, but it was a really rough time because that's also when our business like really started booming. Um, we were crushing it. We had so many clients. People were coming to us, obviously, due to COVID and not knowing what to do at home, and I remember telling you, like, I don't want any more clients right now. It was very overwhelming trying to mom and taking on all of these clients. It was a very, very strange period because, you know, you're making money hand over fist, but you are not enjoying a second of that time. So it was like trying to figure out that balance, talk you off the cliff and, you know, stay sane just in general. But there's only so much that you can do working as a team of two and full-time parents running a business. And this is what we're talking about with, you know, creating an organizational structure. So once you start making some money, it's a blessing to be able to hire people to do different things, but it's also very scary because you have to, you know, try to find personality wise, character wise, are they going to care about this company as much as you do? And, you know, given that it's not theirs, like obviously they, they view themselves as an employee, but being a small company, everyone, everyone who's employed by you is part of the family. And if they're not carrying that vibe and they're not carrying the brand and they're not taking care of clients the way that they should, it reflects poorly on you. So it's very anxiety inducing to bring someone else into your circle because you know things have to get done a certain way and it's tough to let off the reins a little bit, at least initially, and kind of figuring out as you build your team if you're doing it the right way. Yeah, so around this time we were like, starting to think about hiring coaches but we weren't quite ready to make that leap yet so this was another like straight up grind period that summer we just we would grind it out and we worked with all of these clients we I remember some weeks we had like 20 25 consult calls of people so it was like I would start the consult call (laughs) Josh would have Kai after I would do the intro we would switch baby and phone I would take Kai into the other room he would do his part we would switch again so it was a lot of juggling and that was really like symbolic of that entire phase of life was just juggling both work and Kai and just everything that was going on in the world at that point but we did what we had to do to get the job done we did it um so that was a hard period and then from that point on once Kai was he turned one that summer um he was down to one nap per day by the end of the summer and we thought that was going to be a really hard transition because we were like 
oh my god, we're used to him having two pretty good naps. This is going to be terrible. But he ended up transitioning really well. It would take three, sometimes four-hour naps, and it was really nice actually having that longer chunk of time um and throughout all of these transitions of him and his sleep and his schedule we would just adapt the shift work so we kept it 50 50 as far as how we would split time with him and time working and now he's still napping once per day so this brings us up to what we're doing now he's three in three and two months um and he's still napping really well so one person will wake up with him in the morning and then we'll kind of swap halfway through that first shift. He naps and then we do the same thing for the afternoon shift and then he goes to bed and then every day we alternate who starts with him. So it's a little bit different for each person. It's not the same person waking up with him and putting him to bed every day. Um, and it just really, it works well for us and it has worked well for us. Um, but we're coming up on another transition here soon. August is their last month of this phase of life and then he starts preschool so he'll go for two and a half hours which is amazing every single day Um, and we're also looking into hiring for the first time ever a nanny for at least a couple days per week for this month I'm not sure if she even answered my message yet so we will see Um, but we're at the point where we really value having this time to work and being able to work together too like with what we're doing now in the business Josh and I have to be working together on a lot of these projects whether it's filming videos doing podcasts like this um you know just having a lot more hands-on time together it it's necessary it's not just us sitting at our computers talking to clients anymore so we really just have gotten to a point where we recognize the need and the value for that added help that's regular um and up to this point we've had sporadic help like i said my mom has been great she comes up twice per week at this point since we moved into our house your mom has been helping out um and they do what they can and we are so grateful for that like we're not they're not we're not paying them anything they come and obviously love being and hanging out with kai but you know things come up sometimes and it isn't as regular as somebody who you might be paying and you obviously feel bad requesting anything different sometimes that guilt creeps in so it's been definitely hard but at the same time something that we're grateful for very grateful and beggars can't be choosers in all honesty so as we take what we can get and we appreciate the heck out of every minute they can be here for us you know most most companies most people most parents aren't blessed with the ability to have your parents and your in-laws come over and just hang out with your kid for a few hours, you get stuff done. So we are incredibly grateful. At the same time, we now run two fairly large businesses that require all of our attention. So, you know, it's again, the trust, we talk about the trust of shifting job responsibilities, you know, within a company, this is our actual kid. So do I trust you with my kid? And even, I mean, with this situation, they're still gonna be here. They're not, the nanny's not gonna take him and go anywhere. It's gonna be a situation where he's still in the house. But it's, you know, you're going to spend a lot of time with my son and it has to be an ideal scenario where he's learning and not just sitting on the couch or picking up on silly habits. So it's everything that we go through is a shift. You learn, you adapt, you make sure things are going well. If they're not going well, then you adapt again, assess and adapt, assess and adapt. So fun to see these phases of life change, but it seems like the second you get used to one, you're on to the next one.
yeah, absolutely. But that's that's parenting, that's business life, that's everything. Um, and that is a great segue into this part two of this podcast is navigating all of these transitions and these shifts in your life. Um, whether you're a parent or not, these things are going to happen. You're going to get a new job. You're going to move. Um, you're going to get married. You may be have kids. All of these things are, are big life transitions. And I think sometimes, at least with a lot of our clients, they sort of downplay it and they get really hard on themselves when their training or their nutrition or their regular things sort of fall to the side because these life things are happening. And you guys have to remember that these things are, it's stress. It's stress on your life, whether it's good stress or bad stress, it's affecting you and affecting your schedule and affecting your life in some way. So learning how to navigate that and give yourself some grace and be open is crucial and understanding that it's it's not forever transition phase is only going to last so long before you adapt and then start to get into your routine again any input on that as far as what if someone were to ask you how do I navigate this huge life change right now no matter what the scenario is one thing you would tell them kind of what I just left off with learn and adapt so you're probably not going to get it right the first time the first plan that you have so start with that, stick to it, give it a reasonable amount of time to figure out if it does work. It's not just that today didn't feel good. I'm going to try something else tomorrow. That's not an accurate assessment. So give it a week, two weeks, whatever is applicable for that scenario. If it doesn't work entirely, swap it out. If there are certain components that didn't work, adjust those components and fine tune. But very rarely do you hit a home run on your first swing. So it's the same concept that we roll with our clients with learn about their lifestyle, figure out what their strengths are, what their areas of opportunity for improvement are, and adapt the plan based on those things. Yeah, and you can't compare whatever you're going through now to a past phase either, just like you can't compare where your body is right now to a past body that you've had a year ago, six months ago. You can't compare anything. You have to sort of take this phase for what it is and come up with the best possible plan that you can come up with, and like Josh said, navigate it and adjust it as needed. So... Let's dive into some questions here. If my phone wants to work. So these are all from you guys on Instagram. Um, the first one, are all of your parents retired? <laughs> Not one. Not one. They all work. And that's really why it sometimes can be difficult because obviously things come up and they're my mom has been able to give us consistent help. Josh's mom this month was able to take off Tuesday mornings and help with Kai. So it's been consistent in short bursts. And then obviously when his schedule changes or theirs changes, we sort of have to readapt. But both of our – Josh's dad um, has had his own business and my mom has her own business. So they get it. They understand what we're going through too. Um, but they're still working and – they are not retired. Those selfish bastards. <laughs> Were both of you always on the same page? How did you settle on this approach and flexibility? I would say we, we've pretty much been on the same page the whole time. But again, it was mostly, it was more so us just learning and adapting to parenthood. Like we both had no freaking idea what was going on. We still don't <laughs> know what's going on. We've always been on the same page. On. It's just ebbs and flows with who's handling it well and who isn't. And I think we've been on a, we've both been on an upswing the past Since long, we moved long in. time. Yeah. This house, this whole, this whole scenario. Um, 
But no, for a long time, it was who's doing well on what week and who's going to carry that person for the next week. Yeah, pretty much. That would flip-flop. And it's funny because, like, you say that, and I have previous – or before you even said that, I would not have remembered that. It's almost like you black out the really hard times. That's because it was mostly you. <laughs> that was not nice. My back is sore as shit. <laughs> um Tips for solo parenting during the day while trying to grow your remote coaching business. This is hard because obviously it's not something we can fully relate to, but I would say depending on where you are in your business, whether I'm going to guess that, that it's a newer business, I have no idea, maybe it's not, but if you're a newer business, you have to prioritize what's the most important. Obviously, if you're trying to grow marketing and getting your name out there and being consistent with social media content is one of those ways and then obviously showing up for your current clients in the best possible way so I would prioritize like the very basic things that need to get done that day and then maybe during the weekend or not all weekend but maybe you take Saturdays when you have your spouse home or someone else to help you can take a few hours to do all of the extra things because we know as business owners, there is always something to do, but it's not, those things don't need to always be done. Yeah. Your task list is always going to be a mile long. So prioritizing the top three, what are the things that you cannot afford to not do today? And then your next two or three things that would be icing on the cake. I, if I can do these, you know, fantastic. And I think stacking like how we would stack our clients. So maybe like Mondays and Tuesdays are client days. Wednesdays, you film content. Thursdays, you edit content. Um, Fridays, you do any extra tasks that you have. So kind of setting it up with batching your work like that, that for me would be helpful. How, uh, we just did that. Oh no. How do you get work done while taking care of him slash yourselves? So we basically covered this the shift work has been the major key as far as how we get anything done I don't know what we would do if we didn't do that because it's like if we were both trying to work and just have him hanging out like that would never happen so as far as prioritizing our self-care um, oftentimes we'll wake up early to work out or now that he's old enough we'll bring him out to the gym with us you guys see him in my videos all the time I would say in the earlier days, we would just take, like when you were with him, I would work out and we would flop that way and just use some of our work time as like workout time. But it's really just been juggling back and forth, flip-flopping work and play. Yeah, those were longer days. So like the first half or three quarters of the first shift where you should be working, it was like a workout and like coming down from your workout or having a meal or whatever, unless you woke up at the ass crack of dawn. But those are longer days. If you need to, if you plan on prioritizing all of these things, your days are just going to be a lot longer. So your day is going to be extended into the night for that self-care, or it's going to be first thing in the morning for that self-care. But either way, you know, you can't be wasting time scrolling through your phone. There are only so many hours and you only have so much energy if you're not getting enough sleep. So getting enough sleep in and then being very efficient with your day. Yeah. Another, this wasn't a question, but I've had people ask before too like they're always shocked that we aren't really tv people and <laughs> i think it's not even that we don't want to watch tv it's just that oftentimes we just don't have the time to watch it like we prioritize the workout or reading or going to bed early over tv just because it's not worth it for us to stay up late and watch tv at this point if i stay up late watching a show 
I feel hungover. <laughs> we like literally feel like we went out and partied the night before. It's ridiculous. It's terrible. Um, so if you can swing it, swing it, but we just can't do it. Uh, how do you manage independent playtime while trying to work? So something that we try not to do is work when we're supposed to be hanging out with Kai. Um, there are obviously exceptions to that if there's something that needs to get done timely or if we both need to do something or something comes up with the app or, you know, things come up. So it's going to happen, but we try to not do that. When he was really little and didn't know what the heck was going on, um, obviously we could swing that a little bit easier, but I would say when he started becoming aware of like the laptops and the phones and stuff, it just became something where it's, we don't like to be working when we're with him. And he doesn't like it when you're working. He'll no, tell he you will, put the laptop down. He will stop literally working, tell you. Smack so it. it doesn't happen. Um, he also isn't the greatest at independent playtime, but it's something that we are actively trying to work on. We put his sound machine light on and have him stay in the room with Kona and I put the camera on and just kind of let him do his thing. So we do that for a little bit every day. But I think one of the downfalls, not that it's a downfall, but it's just something we have to be better at is he just likes being with us and playing with us um, just because we're home with him all the time. So it's definitely something that we're working on. But yeah, as far as work, we don't, it's just not a thing because it, it wouldn't happen. And last question, do you feel like you take advantage of your parents? My parents my parents watch my kids, the guilt. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean It's not like we're ungrateful, so they know how much we appreciate yeah. it and we make sure, you know, we never take a single day of that for granted. It's always thank you so much for coming, appreciate it. And be like, Oh no, we're we're having fun. And we're Kai Kai brings so much joy to everybody he's around. So it's like we know that they they need that break from their lives and their work and whatever they're doing too. Like hanging out with Kai is the best part of our day and we know it's the same for them um we're very lucky to have really great parents on both sides and yeah I mean I don't really feel guilty about it but I can see where you're coming from as far as feeling that guilt but I mean they sort of asked for grandkids anyway so But that wraps up this episode, guys. I hope it sort of gave you a little bit of insight as far as how we do what we do. It's an ever-evolving thing and something we will continue to update you on. But if you do have questions, feel free to shoot us a DM on Instagram. Where can they find you? At Josh Skutnik. I'm at Alessandra Skutnik. Everything else is linked in the show notes. And we will catch you in the next episode. (laughs) 